So we're just gonna start this off. Howdy, hey guys, welcome aboard. And today I have a special guest with us. So first of all, welcome to Howdy of the Saravale. We're recording at six o'clock, so we're kind of a little, uh, have the itis, because we just ate, and uh, it's chilly in here. But I wanted to introduce a special someone who's gonna be <laughs> in a lot of the podcasts. It's my partner, my love, and my best friend, Mr. Andrew Gilly. Howdy, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> so I wanted to bring him on here so then we could get to talking. And I love talking with him in general, but I mean, I thought this would be good to break him out of his shell a little bit more. Exactly, because I don't really talk much at all. So I'm having a hard time making eye contact with the mic <laughs> as we speak. But um, yeah, so this is something I'm getting used to myself. <laughs> but I thought it'd be fun. So he's being a good sport about it. So then you guys can see how fucking awesome he is and how funny he is. Um over time though i'm not expecting you to be like i'm not not putting that pressure on you babe but uh we thought it would be fun to hop on here and talk a little bit so we got a couple of uh topics here but i thought a fun one would be just to kind of like a little bit of an icebreaker to talk about yourself but then i kind of don't want folks to know too much about yourself but also i do want to plug you so take it away baby tell us who you are tell us what you do you don't have to give like specifics like okay. where, but you know. Yeah, so a little bit about me. Uh, name is Andrew, obviously. Um, currently working as a personal trainer. I served in the military for a few years. Mm-hmm. Um, and now I'm actually just back in school, trying to do better, be better, overall. Um, yeah, love food, all kinds of food. <laughs> all kinds of food. Yeah. All, all kinds. All kinds of food. Um, love working out, which is why I became a personal trainer to begin mm. with and eventually I'm going to want to go ahead and apply for PT school um always love the concept of helping people and uh tried doing that in the military and now I'm trying to do that more domestic based oh yeah because weren't you weren't you like the um not the teaching coach but like the fitness uh what what are the I don't know that I'm sorry I don't know my military linguistics too well but Andrew will help support yeah so when I was in boot camp um at first, I was just trying to stay under the radar and just do what I was told just to mm-hmm. kind of get by. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they saw that I was actually uh, fit, I guess, um, in boot camp. So mm-hmm. they declared me uh, one of the command fitness leaders. And um, it started in boot camp. So, so like, okay. what is a command fitness leader? Basically lead, leading the group into like an exercise warm-up, dynamic warm-up, stretching, all mm-hmm. that good stuff. Um and then after that, stopped after boot camp, you know, just went to A school, started learning a little bit more about what my job is supposed to be. Um, is A school, sorry. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to interrupt you just because I want to ask questions. A's, yeah. Cool. Um, uh-huh. A school is basically technical school, schooling for uh, learning uh, specifics of your job. You know, nothing too crazy. So it just depends what the person gets, right? So it's like, it's like they'll be like, you're a mine or my Exactly. Sweeper. So depending on what rate you are is basically what job you are and what job you are depends on what type of training you get and where it's at. For me, it was in San Diego. So that's where my training was at. Um, a little bit in the beginning was in Great Lakes near Chicago. Cold? Um, exactly. It was cold? Um, yeah. When I was there, mm-hmm. I was in boot camp beginning of February. No, end of February. So with that, um, it was freezing. I think it got down to as low as like negative five or negative ten. Ew. Yeah. Ew. So for, for those of you that don't know, we live in LA. 
uh, born and raised and ugh. and I know everyone that's ever been or lives in a place where it's really really cold you guys always laugh at us and uh, you know with good good reason because you guys are probably struggling in that cold like real cold but for us since we're so used to it it's like for me as soon as it gets like 50 I'm like <gasps> <laughs> like, like, don't I like teeth chatter up just like freezing? Teeth and, chatter at sixty. Excuse me, that's rude. <laughs> I feel attacked. No, but seriously, it's environmental too. Because I remember I was actually stationed out in the Middle East, and uh, yeah, it got as high as like one forty. So I remember Ooh. one time coming back home on leave, um, going away from you know at one hundred twenty, hundred forty degree weather with one hundred percent humidity, being back home seeing. No, everyone, it wasn't. It was one hundred percent humidity. One hundred percent humidity. That's it was insane. I, what does that feel like? If, literally feels like you're walking in sweat yeah it was disgusting (laughs) Um, thank you for your service (laughs) ew walking through sweat yeah Uh and uh coming back home when it was 70 80 degree weather everyone was in like shorts and i was freezing my ass off yeah yeah and i was over there wearing a hoodie bundled up and yeah a lot of it is environmental no but you truly felt cold like when you yeah i felt cold when i got back home everyone was in shorts and normally i run warm yeah yeah yeah. well yeah that's why i'm surprised because literally like whenever we're cuddling together or in bed together or anything like I'm always the one that gets cold. Like, my hands, like, my phalanges get cold. Game over. Like, the jig is up. Jiggle is like, I'm dead. My toes get cold. I'm done. My my <laughs> my fingertips get cold. I'm done. And Andrew is always, 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 he runs warm. So he's like my little toaster. My little toaster oven. And like, and, like, if I ever get cold, I just, you know, like, he'll grab my hand and he'll warm it up because I just get really cold. My nose gets cold. So I'm just, I'm a little pussy with that. I'm sorry. <laughs> really fucking cold. Like, I can't help it. I got conditions. But... <laughs> But for him, he runs really, really warm. So that's why I'm like, that's trippy that you were just like, like, because of the shift in weather. Well, Mm -hmm. because you were there for a while, too, right? Yeah, exactly. Two and a half years. Yeah. Um, So I guess he got acclimated to that, which goes to show that, like, humans can pretty much live anywhere and they'll get used to it. Exactly. Over time. Honestly, it's survival of the fittest. So you're, you adapt to the change of your environment with that. So no matter where you go, even if you don't think you'll be able to survive there, you'll be able to. Except that one guy that you told me that, um, that like, when he was in the Navy, that he never got his sea legs or whatever. Oh, he was a pussy. No, oh, joking. that's he so was, mean. He was no. my boy. He was my boy. Yeah, but then um, he never but, got him, right? Yeah, he just, I, I guess his equilibrium never centered or, you know, got used to having or being in or those, being on a ship yeah. so he always had to wear that patch right behind his ear just to go ahead Damn, and you know help him out with that but i threw up on my first go on ship um yeah that was a fun experience uh Ew. yeah did you feel it like oh yeah i threw up and then uh i was still the new guy so then as soon as they saw me throwing up on the side of the ship on the i believe it was the starboard side um they started cheering for me so then like, <laughs> after that i reciprocated it back i threw my arms up i was like fuck yeah <laughs> <After> throwing... <laughs> and it threw up a little I, more after that i belong <laughs> i belong <laughs> baby group <laughs> yeah so that's that's where all the brotherhood comes in because you know everyone over there just supports you no matter what you know even if you've got beef with someone on your ship if someone else from like either out on liberty or so you know, what what is it out on liberty that means when you're just uh out and about like in town like out in town basically is what so, that did is. so you, free time okay so okay so let me ask you this did anybody okay while you were on liberty did you have curfews did you have like safety spots or meeting points and stuff you know what i mean like in case something happened it's like did you guys have to meet somewhere so in the middle east i believe we had cinderella curfew so i 
think we had to like be out of like the bars or clubs by midnight and then be back on base by one i know japan was a little bit more strict i think there's more strict i think there's they had to be out of like places by 11 and be back on base by midnight wow um but yeah that's how it was so they they told you where to go but did you have like an emergency meeting spot or you just had to go back back to to base? base yeah oh man do you miss the military sometimes? Yeah, sometimes I do. Um, it was, it was fun while it lasted. Uh, you meet great people, you know, especially with going around the world. Mm-hmm. Like, but my around the world only really consisted of like being in the Middle East. So Bahrain, yeah. I did a lot of that: Middle East, Dubai, Abu Dhabi, Qatar. But at least you got to Doha. see all that. Yeah, it was cool. What but was all, the last one? Do- Doha. In. Doha. Doha. Yeah, they Sounds all blended like in after a while. <laughs> I like that. But then you said you got to see what was that the funky donkey sounding one, but it. Like, no offense, I, I couldn't say the name. No, the the building that's, like, huge. The Burj Khalifa? That one, Burj Khalifa. I, at first, I thought he was saying a rapper's name. No offense. I was like, <laughs> I was like wait, it's like don't you mean Wiz Khalifa? He's like, no. Like, the Burj Khalifa, it's a thing. I'm like, my ignorant ass. I'm like, I didn't know. Yeah, they got, like, golden pillars that's inside. Cool. Oh, no, yeah. What'd you say? Yeah, they, 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 they did the structural, like, the integrity of it. Like, the structural pillars were made out of gold, right? Like, actual gold. Jesus and there's Christ. a hotel in abu dhabi that was like a seven out of five star hotel how do you get seven out of five i don't know what's the criteria i don't know the criteria i guess add gold <laughs> the, on everything. the gold is inside <laughs> up up 2.5 <laughs> that's crazy yeah, it's insane but then you got did you stay there oh no hell no oh uh, just because um when i was in abu dhabi at the time mm-hmm. i don't think i think i was an e3 e4 at the time but i still didn't have so that's the ranking system yeah. right so um, E four, I think you had to be E five and above to be able to stay out no on way. Liberty, like That's... um overnight Liberty. So, but how do you increase? How do you level up? Is it for the Navy? You have to take a written test, uh-huh. and of course, still pass your uh, PRT and everything or PFA. What is that? P- um, physical fitness assessment. Oh, yeah. So. That oh, one. that sucks. Were there like like chubby people that like didn't pass? Oh yeah, like me. All the you're not chubby, stop. <laughs> um, yeah, a lot of times. And I remember this one dude. He was he was cool as hell, but we always used to clown on him because every time it came down to having to exercise or train mm-hmm. for the upcoming PFA, he would come in a knee brace out of every other day <laughs> when genius. we're at work. Not all heroes he wear would, capes, baby. He would never wear a knee brace, but when it came down to working out or the PFA, his knee brace comes out. <laughs> He's like. Stone Cold Steve Austin over here. That's what he was. Ah, like Peter, Peter Griffin. Peter Griffin. <laughs> you pass. Oh, okay, great. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you got to know a little bit of the military side, and then now the personal training side. So, how did you stumble upon that? Um. So after coming back home after the military and staying a little bit, not here, mm-hmm. basically. Um. I decided to come home and really pursue that because I was thinking about what I really wanted to do. For a that was after being stationed in Florida, right? Exactly, okay. exactly. And I had no idea what the hell I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. And then actually coming to think about it, I'm like, okay, I did this. Let me go ahead and try this out. Got my certification. Um, worked at LA Fitness for a little bit. Um, but they wanted to try me out on the sales size or sales aspect of mm-hmm. it and not really the training side, which I'm like, all right, let me give it a shot. Mm-hmm. Um, I excelled pretty well. I got promoted to assistant personal training director and then after that I just started getting repetitive got too salesy it's not my not my cup of tea um i wanted to help people so that's where i ended up pursuing a an actual training position elsewhere um where i started at equinox and since then 
great company they offer great education um and yeah i've excelled with all of that met great people so networking is amazing in there even with um, the freaking backlash that like the guy like uh whatever the head of of equinox is like yeah partial a, to trump there's a gray area with that, that. No, but it's it's but still, it's like put your money where your mouth where your mouth is. That thing, I will though. be vocal about because Equinox that's like not his, cool. Equinox is his, it's his passive income. It's just a, a company that bought, you know. But all that money, I know. But all that money that he's putting into that and that people are paying for is going part of it to Trump. So that's where I'm like, it's not necessarily trying to roast you guys because the workers aren't to blame but it's that guy where i'm like dude fuck you like you're literally like here where it's like so many gay people love equinox and they love no, all of that true. and it's and it's like oh and i and didn't you say after that like a bunch of your friends and like gay people too that they just left because they were a like we're not people. supporting you and i'm like i get that fuck mm-hmm. yeah a lot of people did leave but also a lot of people who did say they were gonna leave ended up staying <gasps> mm-hmm even the you know gay ones straight no. ones every, yeah. well but it, because th- then they were like having this coalition thing with the soul cycle as well where they're like no like we're not part of that this and that that's the thing though like the it's, the people that work within the company don't represent who he is i know but it's still like what's his name bob ross bob hope or, no, no shit it i forgot his name let me really look it up name. yeah but my my main thing is just like that sucks because it's it sucks. It's, yeah, it's like Trump money going into. It's like you know, it's like you're supporting him, and it's it's unfortunate for the workers because then we like, took a hit. Yeah, exactly. Financially, we took a hit for Equinox. sure. Let's see, um, let's see, Trump had a Trump fundraiser. Oh my God, I'm sorry. There's an article. He says, "I'm sorry for the impact of the fun- of the Trump fundraiser on our community." Shut the hell up, sir. His name is Stefan Ross. There he Fucking is. Fucking loser. Not Bob Ross. Bob Ross. <laughs> oh, right, no. So I have these trees No, here. no, but Bob Ross is so kind. No, he awesome. would never. He would never. I support Bob Ross. He would never. So anyway, so sorry. So then Equinox, and then you ended up getting the opportunity through your friend to apply to, e- to oh, I'm sorry, to LA Fitness, and then uh, through a friend, you had that opportunity to get into Equinox or apply to Equinox, right? Basically, yeah. Yeah. Um, so now, you know, finding, or I guess figuring things out for myself, you know, I'm loving the training aspect, but I want to go ahead and take it a step further. Having the people um, around me that I've met, you know, chiropractors, lawyers, physical therapists, and everything, I started juggling my options. And I decided to go back to school um, fall 2018, um, pursue at least like, get an associate's degree to transfer at least through kinesiology and then eventually go you know into my undergrad but i started looking into some physical therapist programs um took me a little bit to finally fully decide i wanted to do it Mm -hmm. i was you know getting uh i guess advice from you you know Mm -hmm. to see whether or not if i wanted to go and do it well my thing is for him i always told him i'm like because i'm very eclectic and things that i want well i mean i know what i want job wise um, but for him, I told them, look, like, you want to help people, then do that. Like, but find find something that you really want to do, not just something half-assed. Like, go for the fucking real cake. Go mm-hmm. for all of it. And and then for him, he likes helping people, like, more in, like, like I remember he helped my dad because my dad had, like, this ache and stuff. Like, so a lot of people don't know. I didn't even know because I would just work out. And I wouldn't stretch or I wouldn't do anything about that, which is stupid, you know. But a lot of people are like me, where, like, they wouldn't do that. And they would just do it. And, you know, obviously that that could cause injury. You could pull something. You could get 
like hurt a lot quicker. You end up being sore. Because that's what would happen for me. And I'm just, you know, I would just accept it. But then after you started getting into it and then you taught me about that, then I knew I'm like, oh, okay, like if you can, you can roll out, roll out, hypervol. If you, if it's like a little tight spot, you can use, what is it? Like a softball, literally those big ass softballs. And then you can roll your back onto it, like on a wall. So it's like all these little things that he ended up learning and then he started digging it. So I was like, this is fucking cool. And then I would see how much it fucking lit him up. And then that made me even more happy because I want to see him happy and makes me happy. It's like a circle of happy. So then that made me really fucking happy. And then he he was helping my dad one time because my dad, like, he obviously he didn't stretch a lot. And, you know, he, he's pretty mobile. He loves to run. So he'll run and he'll hike. So he's crazy like that. But um, he had, what did he have, like, his for shoulder? Me, yeah, so for me, looking at his posture, he had uh, overactive traps and he had internal rotation of his left shoulder. Which basically, looked, let me illustrate to you guys. If you don't know, it's basically, like, your shoulder blade, right? Like Yeah, so it, basically like, what it was is that his traps were basically up to his ears and he had internal rotation because he had his uh, scapula or his rotator cuff lengthened while his anterior delt or front delt um, was super tight. So. Let me explain it for, for people like me. <laughs> so then... Your shoulder, right? Where your shoulder is, the little bulbous part behind on top of that. So that little muscle right there next to your neck, that's the trap. And then in the back, it's kind of where your shoulder blade is. So then all of that was kind of jacked up. So I'm just painting a picture because the people are going to be like, what the hell is this young man saying? <laughs> so that's how it is. Cause, but, but it's good to learn. But now you guys know. And you guys could look it up as well. Um, but yeah, so my dad had that. And then Andrew's just like, fine. Give me like a couple seconds with him. You know, he stretched them out because that's what he learned at work too. Like he would just stretch people out, make sure they're mobile as well. So he did that with my dad and then he helped him out and then he was so happy. Mm-hmm. Like he was just like, oh my God, I feel so much better already. And he was like moving his arm around and like rotating in. There was no problem. And then I think like a week later, didn't he thank you again? Yeah, he thanked me because he was able to put gel in his hair with no problems. <laughs> and that's what actually made me happy. You know, little things like that. Um, especially with like, you know, helping my family too. Whenever I bring my hypervolt to like family mm-hmm. gatherings, everyone mm-hmm. just want me to go ahead and hypervolt them. They're but, not even happy to see you. They're just like, where's yep, the hypervolt? Exactly. <laughs> like, they just see me as a hypervolt. <laughs> You're a the hypervolt. The plug. <laughs> yeah. So, um, like my brother in law, he was complaining of like, uh, he had a tight, um, t- uh, rhomboid, uh, major and minor. So, so where is that? It's the, so it's basically the center back, right near your scapula, close to your, uh, spine. So, essentially. so the area close to your spine, yes, mm-hmm. ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> <laughs> um, so he was super tight, got him on that side, and he had a knot. So basically untied that knot with the hypervolt. Um, the hypervolt, if you guys haven't seen it, it's basically like that little gun thing that goes like, and it basically like pulverizes the skin in a sense, but not really, but it basically slaps out the knot. So it's like, and it feels so fucking good. But anyway, so then everyone really enjoys that. And then his his brother-in-law, like, what did he say? He was like immediately. Yeah, the next time we had a, another family gathering, because we have a lot of birthdays in January and just, mm-hmm. we have a big family. A lot so of Filipinos. The Filipinos had a lot of people. Exactly. <laughs> they're, they're almost tallied with the Latinos. <laughs> mm-hmm. Exactly. Uh-huh. So uh, with uh, that, he t- asked me if I had it again because I ended up untying that one knot from the last gathering. But he and said he was wasn't like, even. He was like, no, yeah, the other side. Like, now he just feels all <laughs> weird and lopsided. But yeah, so I mean, you know, doing that kind of stuff actually does bring me joy. So here I am now um, pursuing my career in physical therapy. So right now I'm already about to finish up. Well, I need the spring semester to finish up my AA to transfer. I'll have that degree in kin, mm-hmm. and I have, like, I guess from what the counselor told me, I'll have 
two minors in um, STEM and SBC or SBS or whatever, mm-hmm. um, social behavior science and uh, science, technical engineering and math or whatever. Because I'm, I guess I'm good at math. He's really good at math. He's he's undervaluing himself there. Like I'm like you Asians are good. At yeah, man. <laughs> and I remember when we first started dating. Like you were like, no, I'm not. <laughs> yeah, my my first word was were numbers. Stupid. No, <laughs> One, two, three. Puto. <laughs> well, for for here's the thing for Latinos, puto is like a bad word, but for Filipinos, I know, and I always tell him because his dad would like clown on me too. He's like, "Oh look, Alejandra, puto," and I'm like, "Oh," yeah, and I'm my like, dad, "My dad, don't Yeah, he knows what he's doing. But he's like, he, he they're just messing around. But for them, I I told them I was like, I feel like it's like a f you to the like the Spanish conquerors like in their language because it literally like in puto means a. You know, everything like we got so we've got puto we've got um, but, but puto leche. Is a pa- isn't leche put, puto shit. isn't puto a pastry or what is yeah, it like a little a, bread yeah it's a little pastry not, not a bread um it's just it's like a pastry weird, bread pa- a pa- what no is it? it's like really soft gelatin looking kind of thing it's weird but then it's, it's good it's, it's really good um we got leche which means shit for us <laughs> and leche in spanish means milk and i'm like man yo people really said mm-hmm. fuck that and we've got a uh, mamon oh mamon yeah so with her dad i always mess around <laughs> i'm always just like quieres mamon my dad's Mexican, so he's like, "What are you saying yeah. to me? Like the fuck?" Quieres mamon? No, like, no quieres mamon. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so, so Filipinos, you guys are crazy. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. I love your family. So we're the Mexicans of the Asian culture. Yeah, I really feel that though. Truly, mm-hmm. no, because it's a lot of similarities. Like it's a lot of similarities, but still, culture-wise, exactly. uh-huh. the language, just because we got it. Most of them are Catholic. The yeah, and everything. Yeah, but yeah. then that's really cool. But then also Tagalog is like I don't know where. I, well, is Tagalog like a base language? Obviously, the it's master a base language. language for Philippines. Um, but we also have different dialects too, like Ilocano, Visayan. Um, What's the other one? For I, I don't know. I just know those <laughs> some two. other ones. Um, yeah, because my parents they say they reside in the like Visayas, so that's as much as much as well, I. I don't know. know. Now you think you're all hip because you did the the twenty one and me. Twenty three and me. Oh shit! Sorry, twenty three and me. <laughs> And then, uh, not sponsored, by the way, but yes, if, if you would like to sponsor us, please uh, send an email to uh, howdowithpodcast at gmail.com. Thank you so much. I would uh, love to get additional information upon my myself. Thanks. <laughs> um, but yeah, so after he did that one, he was like, oh, <laughs> he's like, weren't you? No, I didn't say Samoan. It said some other no. part of like. No. So it's, some, well, because no, there's always, really we better much. not get into a debate now because, well, we should expand it to other people and, and ask the question to you guys. Do you guys think Filipinos are Islander or Asian? Because there's a lot of like. <sighs> That's the thing, though. So I was doing a lot of research myself and stuff, too, because when it comes down to it, like we don't exactly meet the line of where um i guess the pacific islanders mm-hmm. are even quote, though we quote, are in, pacific, quotes, uh-huh. yeah, but in the pacific ocean because if that were the case in japan too would be considered pacific islanders since they're by the pacific ocean but that's neither here nor there um basically obviously like the malay asians or the malaysians you know went what east you know where mm. they were you know going and traveling and stuff and then they went to the philippines they went to papua new guinea they started going into different places and then they obviously found samoa hawaii so technically but you're speaking, all along the same route it's vein. all along the same thing it's That's just a crazy. matter of where we are considered uh i guess continent wise yeah whatever for us i guess we're near asia so i guess now we're considered asian and obviously you know 
for the longest time like especially as a filipino growing up when i did i had a huge identity crisis i had no idea what the hell i was i remember in elementary i thought i was hispanic for some reason just because all my friends <laughs> were hispanic <laughs> yeah and i was brown uh-huh. freaking i'd cut my hair like uh, what, what's the singer's name ricky martin no <laughs> yeah i remember i was a little fourth grader <laughs> cut my hair like him <laughs> yeah uh-huh. and uh yeah huge identity crisis and for the longest time i always checked off the Sacred islander and then well um, and it's also if you like if you guys are to if you look at andrew oh and you guys should follow him so plug your instagram handle Bubs. um underscore ag lokes that's underscore a-g-l-o-k-s and um, that's alpha on- golf Oh, Lima, god. Oscar. Oh god, here we go. <laughs> Every time, like, because when I'm on the phone with, with anybody, my basic ass, I'm like, if I'm trying to spell like Alex, so they're like, what is it? I'm like, A as in attitude, L as in latkes, E as in expressive, and then I'm like, X as in xylophone, and then Andrew's always like, he's always like, babe, fuck, like Alpha, <laughs> Lima, and I'm like, what's, it's e, it's what's the E? Echo. Oh, I thought like expert. <laughs> No. <laughs> expedited see that, that but that to me is natural it's just like, all these random words but i probably should learn some <laughs> I, I, I feel like it's easier but alpha alpha bravo ludicrous <laughs> <laughs> exclamation point xena the warrior princess Close <laughs> that's what i would do see um shit what were we talking about what was the before before oh oh i was saying um so you guys could see andrew and follow him and if you want any personal training services feel free to contact him he's wonderful he's amazing and i'm not just saying that because he's my partner but he is an amazing person and he's very gentle and very patient as well so if you're looking for something like that or somebody older is looking for something like that like feel free to reach out for him he'll even give you a free uh consultation and workout session consultation complimentary session talk about everything and yeah work something out easy stuff yeah but if you are to see him like he also does look pacific islander so it's weird because then you say like there's differences just how there's differences in latinos and all of that there's differences in filipinos but for andrew he he it's just weird i don't know yeah some filipinos like you either look hispanic for some odd reason some look just straight asian like they legit look asian and some look islander but for you like i swear i thought you were hawaiian or like a little bit of samoan and filipino that's something I, like that's that. what i've gotten all the time yeah. too. they thought i was either a mixture of like hawaiian but then for those who actually know filipinos truly mm-hmm. do know like okay you're filipino for sure but they always think i'm with you're mixed else. yeah yeah so i mean with that 23 and me i know we uh talked about that a little bit i mean according to that it says i'm like you know a little bit of chinese a little bit of Spanish, Portuguese, a little bit of Finnish, and uh, I guess they had three things, but they couldn't really fully trace it, like Iranian, Mesopotamian. Like I guess that's more way back, indigenous, yeah, 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 way but, back. Yeah, so I guess that's uh, a little bit down my line. Okay. Anything you'd like to tell the the audience before we get going on? No. Um. This was fun, actually. Hmm. Yeah. You liked it? Cool. Yeah. Like hanging out with me, like talking with me. Duh. <laughs> All right, guys. So that's going to be it for us today. I hope you guys had a good time listening to Andrew and getting to know him a little bit more. So he'll be on some more. Um, Anyways, feel free to comment down below anything else you'd like to listen to. As always, thanks so much for listening in, tuning in. Again, follow us at Instagram. And our Instagram is howdy with underscore a underscore side of Ale. <laughs> and also my instagram ali o'malley is my personal one andrew's again is instagram at underscore ag lokes l-o-k-s l-o-k-s and anyways 
with that, we're going to let you go. And you have a great day, okay, guys? Take care, and I'll catch you next time. Bye. Bye. <laughs>